at it it looks exactly like a map of kentucky welcome to two bees in a pod i'm brayden oh uh, yeah you're right that that does look like it i'm brendan by the way um welcome to our podcast episode 17 where we roll the dice break the ice and talk yeah. about whatever if you hold it diagonally it looks kind of like darth vader's helmet ew you're right yeah hmm. anyway you should probably put that back on your back. Um, all right. Shall we? It's, it's us. We're it's doing us. things. Welcome to Two Bees in the Pod podcast. As we all know, I'm Brayden. He's Brent. Wait, I'm Jeremy. And no, he's Jeremy. not for a long time. That's fair. No, I'm Brendan. He's Brayden. Uh, I've actually returned. He uh, is back on Canadian soil. I have. It's he's, me. He's back in, within arm's width of myself. Within hugging distance, could I mean, technically, yes. bury my face in his chest again. My bosom is already uh, sopping with tears, Not despite God, his sobbing. girlfriend's protests that being there at one in the morning is inappropriate. I don't care. I have feelings. Uh, yeah, all the 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 many feelings that ran that ran hot. Uh, Hot feelings, which is probably a song. Feel like that's an R and B song. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do our thing. Um, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about for in regards to my uh, in regards to my little vacay where I saw my family. Well, let's uh, kick it off the way we do best, shall we? Yeah. Let's roll some let's roll some dice though and see what the universe says. Ooh, apparently the universe wants to hear about things. Because our subject of matter today is Brandon. How was your week? Man, but let's expand it. How was your last three weeks? Yeah, that we was uh, that. That was very convenient that the dice happened to roll that way. I wanted like, it last week, but we got the video game thing, so yeah, that's, that's fine. We'll that's move fair. on to this week. Oh uh, man, my trip. So uh, starting off, um, I'm going to start off with the negatives. Uh, Airplanes. I wish I wish that there was more uh flushing toilets um in uh, the area that I visited in the uh in the rural portion uh having a flushing toilet is considered a extreme luxury um due to the way the plumbing works so it seems it seems like ironic that you were in a, in in, in yeah. the area of a country where plumbing doesn't work yeah. Only to come home. It could work. To, it's just to, outrageously to, expensive. Only to come home to plumbing that's not working yeah, currently. Yeah, plumbing problems that I find it's like out you, about. You could have left like, left that aspect in the Philippines. You didn't have to bring that home with you. No, believe me, I wouldn't if I could. Or rather, uh, more appropriately, shipped it ahead of you for your, uh, for your poor girlfriend to deal with. Yeah. Honestly, I would have preferred them to be an issue before I left. Right? I had more money to deal with it if need be. See, uh, and I don't know what it is because, like, when when uh, when I went over to assist you to assist your girlfriend 
with that problem when she had the, the clogged drain and she needed to help. And I said, I have to the go floor and help. drain, by the way, it's for those of you drain, that yeah. are like when, when I, inclined. When I, when I told my wife, I said, I have to go and I have to go and help because it was at the same time that we were prepping for my daughter's birthday. And she went, you know, I'm not even going to pretend to be upset that you're leaving the birthday preparations because she has, it, it, it happens without fail. Yeah. When I leave from the house and I leave her home and I'm gone for an extended period of time, be it for like personal vacation or, or like work trips or what have you. Sure. Almost the one time I had, I hadn't even arrived at my destination and the toilet broke. There is always at something that goes at our house. So as soon as you leave, something goes wrong. Something goes wrong. Outstanding. Without fail. So Outstanding. she knows that pain all too well. In fact, we were we were more surprised that it took as long as it did for your house to have issues. Yeah, I hear while that. While you were away. I was genuinely a nervous wreck for the first couple of weeks. I was expecting, like, the toilet upstairs to explode like the other one did, or uh, the outside faucet leaking into the wall, or someone breaking into the garage. No, at the start, it was just, oh, there's no gas in the mower. Oh, well, I'll, here's the gas can. Like, here, I'll tell you where it is, and then the then the lawn in the back got mowed. Like, that was the extent of the problems. And then uh, about two, three days before I get back, and I'm kind of relaxed, and I'm chilling out, and I'm hanging out with family, uh, I, get a, I get a little message on Facebook that the drain's clogged, and things are backing up, and I start, like, I feel, I feel hair follicles dying as I'm... <laughs> Uh, racking my brain trying to figure out what the hell's going on at like one in the morning because time difference about 14 hours or 13 hours ahead uh, I was in the Philippines by the way um, but yeah plumbing plumbing problems and only when we're away of course the um the other negative side of things to the Philippines was the amount of coconut that is consumed and uh, obviously I'm still allergic so I mean, that kind of sucks, but eh, oh well. Uh, I did eat quite a bit of other stuff that I uh, that I can't eat, and it was amazing. I love uh, roasted pork over an open fire. Mm. Yeah, uh, especially when they roast it hard enough that the skin becomes extra crispy. So you can just like dip that in, like like it's potato chips into uh, into the pork gravy that they make. See, yeah, my cholesterol that, went up see, a couple of points. Mm. Mm. See, that's the magic that the vegetarians don't tell you about. Yep. Mm. Pork cracklings. Mm. Uh, oh, there was also the tragedy that occurred uh, upon <laughs> oh, my return God. to Canada. Yeah, the, uh, I don't have the strength to go over this again, Brendan. I bought, uh, I bought Braden uh, a little, a couple of little things um, <gasps> because he is he's a lover of pork rinds, much like I am. I rekindled my love of pork rinds uh, when he was on his keto diet, and we were literally sharing pork rinds out of two massive Costco tubs at one point. By the bucket, uh, yeah, by the literal bucket full. Our our, uh, our heart problems aside, the, uh, what, the the gift that I had picked up at the airport were specialty pork rinds. Um, one of them was adobo flavored, and then the other one was uh, chili and lime. Well, chili and calamansi flavor. Uh, and yeah, the customs agents uh, took them away because uh, outside food. pork not allowed. Because food, yeah, yeah. food is not good Count. for travel. Counts as uh, 
counts as an an, an of a byproduct. That of counts a, as a no. Yep. So Braden and I miss out. Well, no, I I ate like my own bag of adobo pork rinds <laughs> and my own bag Brendan, of chili lime pork rinds. But... Cut to Brendan. Cut to Brendan in the customs line. You have to throw this out. He's just like leaned over the over the garbage can, shoveling pork rinds. Into man, I spent five dollars total because Canadian buying power. Customs agent. Oh yeah. Well, Almost that's dying the, because of the pork rind dust that is inevitably inhaled as you shovel them and into shrapnel. your face hole. And shrapnel. Because yep. sometimes you get like a bit of skin that's still left over that just got really like uh, shard-like. See, that's, the, that's the real reason they made you uh, uh, throw them away. It's not because of dangerous. the food product. It's because it's dangerous. You can't have tweezers, let alone uh, glass shards of bacon pieces mm. that you could threaten people. A dude on, was on clipping plane. his nails on the airplane. What? Yeah, that's the other. That was my other complaint. Yeah, uh, there was a guy who managed to get a uh, a set of nail clippers onto the plane, and he was clipping his nails in the bulkhead seat that was near me. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't understand some of these fucking regulations. Sorry, some of these regulations. Uh, my mom once got myself. yelled at in Cuba so on the way back to Canada because my sister inadvertently packed tweezers in the carry-on bag, and my mom has yet to this. That was. Probably, I would say about eleven years ago. Your mom's a patient day, woman. Well, my mom doesn't hasn't let that down because those were quote her good tweezers, and now they're in a landfill in Cuba somewhere. Unless they're being used by that very guard. Uh no, because she threw them in the garbage, so he would have had to like dig it out. Oh, root through it. Yeah. Hey, Which man. I mean, they they were good tweezers, no, but I don't hey, think they look, were one, garbage one... rooting tweet good. Not not a garbage rooting grade. No. Yeah, that's fair. I got uh, Tic Tacs from uh, from the Philippines too. They're uh, you went uh, to the Philippines and the Philippines too. I know, right? The Electric sequel. Boogaloo. Yeah, a um, lot more karaoke at uh, Philippines too. No, uh, okay. So just just um, the two my two biggest complaints. Um, one of them was the plumbing situation, which, I mean, I've dealt with it before, so I knew what to do. Because it's, it's as easy as you use the bathroom, then you take this big, like, handled bucket, and then you just pour water into the toilet until the uh, objects of uh, refuse have been uh, expunged from this earth. <clears throat> um, and, uh, I mean, that's it. Only it's only weird the first time you have to do it, and then after that it just becomes normal again. Because it's like riding a bike. Uh, well, except... I, we've all, I, I, maybe I can't yeah. say, maybe I shouldn't say we've all. I mean, I've had times where toilets have been broken and the tank itself doesn't drain properly. So you have to resort to such means, even for your, like, toilets here in Canada, where you just dump water into the bowl until it flushes. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much that. Because essentially um... that's all the toilet is, is just a, a bucket over a over the trap hole. Yeah. It's also, uh, again, yeah, the, the whole flushing aspect is just water being held for a specific purpose of flushing the toilet. So you don't have to bail it yourself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. And, um, the, the, my favorite bits are when, uh, the toilet itself actually has a back, uh, with all the internals inside clearly capable of flushing, but because there is no like water being fed into the tank, it just or doesn't whatever, do. It just won't, yeah. But funnily enough, uh, and I did, and I did test this out when I was bored. 
I uh, filled up the tank, hit the yeah. button to flush, worked totally fine. So well, for a while there, because that's all the tank is, is just yeah. a bucket over your toilet with a yeah, button. Yeah. So on. so what I did was uh, for my numero dos uh, takings uh, when I was at because uh, in in the so so there's a place that's called Sapien that uh, it's sort of like a, a, a relatively large town, it's like ten thousand people, a little bit over, um, and then the surrounding area, which increases its population overall. It's a good sized area. There's a couple of cities with uh, uh, nearby to it. Uh, Rojas City is the capital of the province of Capiz. Uh, Sapien is a uh, not really prefecture, but like a, a county in Capiz. Is I guess a good way to put it. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, for a while there, when I was taking numero doses at our summer house. Um, or our vacation house, uh, I would just fill up the back of the toilet, uh, flush it like normal, and then finish up my business that way. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. It just, the only difference was the toilet wouldn't, re- uh, the tank wouldn't Doesn't refill automatically. Itself. Yeah. So I just had to fill it beforehand and do my numero dose, do my wiping, give it a flush, good to go. Um, and power outages. And here's the funny part. Uh, the first five days I was there, from the 10th to the 15th, no power outages. Not a single brownout. Not a not a inkling of power fluctuations whatsoever. It is 2022. I had expected as much. And then the power company proceeded to shut the power down for 12 hours because they were going to perform some maintenance. And then they broke it. <laughs> and then every day or every second day or every, like... And what at one point during the day it was like every eight hours or so, it would just the power would just shut off like God flicking a light switch like just just every like just the power would go down and then we'd wait up for, uh, anywhere from like twenty minutes to like two hours and then it would kick back on and like I, that sounds annoying on paper it's also like thirty six and humid. So, uh. with no fans blowing, no AC units pumping out air, uh, a person who's used to maybe 27 on the high end for heat Ooh. is gonna die. Ooh. So, yeah, I was drinking a lot of ice water uh, at one point, Ooh. and then eventually lukewarm water because the fridge I was also need. off. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Oh, sweet Raptor Jesus, that sounds just yeah, awful. Those, those were the two Ooh. most annoying. Oh, oh, yeah, here's the kicker. Uh, I get on the flight and leave, and apparently, according to my mom, uh, they the, the the local authorities released a uh, re- released like a little news thing in their little newspaper bulletin thing. Uh, yeah, apparently the power issues have been solved. <laughs> so next time I go there, I'm just gonna start strangling people to make sure everything's working fine. See, the problem was is you got your hopes up, and you were yeah. you you got your that's my fault. You were like, haha. See, yeah. look at this. this Flawless is, power. And the universe is, went, want to bet, son? This is what I get for having the minimal expectations hubris. for a trip. How dare you have hubris. Yeah, the the audacity. The audacity to have some sort of ex- expectations yeah. of a first world country yeah. versus... Would you consider... Would the Philippines be considered third? No, it's it's considered third, developing. Develop. Okay, okay. Yeah. Third, third world, first world, all that doesn't really. I don't work mean that. Anymore. I don't mean that because I, I don't ask the question because I don't know anything about the Philippines. Yeah, I don't. I, can, a, I, I ask that question questions. because that's a social thing, and yeah. I failed I can, social. So. I can. I will gladly answer your questions in regards to what the Philippines is like because 
So the way that the Philippines works for the most part, and it's actually kind of fascinating, is that one point, uh, so like history stuff really quick, and I know you just love some uh... but at uh, one point the Philippines was colonized by the Spaniards, uh, we rebelled, um, then it was colonized by the Americans, and then we rebelled, uh, failed that rebellion, uh, tried again, uh, Americans went, Okay, maybe you guys are worth some respect. So then uh, they sort of became partners rather than owners. Um, oh, and then the Japanese invaded, and then we really rebelled. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of guerrilla war fighting. Um, there was a unit of, I think it was combined 20,000 or so Filipino and American soldiers that had fallen back to a pocket with their backs to the ocean, and they fought till ammunition ran out. Then they went out at night, scavenged enemy weapons, and then kept fighting. Uh, I actually found out there's a World War II movie made uh, about saving the remaining prisoners of that battle. Um, it's and called Great Raid, and it and features both Filipino and uh, American actors. And so was it the Filipinos or the Americans that had the guerrillas? It, is it a blood sugar thing? Like, are you good? <laughs> that yes. had the guerrillas. There's no guerrillas in the Philippines, dude. Not it's outside a guerrilla of a warfare. Yeah, G-E-U, not G-O-R. <laughs> gorilla, not Gorilla. Oh, well, that's yeah. far less exciting. Yeah, I mean, it I mean, it was still fairly exciting, seeing as how the, like, the Filipinos were fighting to free I mean, their country. For, yes, absolutely good for them. <laughs> um, it was not Planet of the Apes over at... Uh, in Aww. Uh, but yeah, so that's the general thing. So that actually led to the country having a heavy Spanish influence and then eventually having a very heavily American influence. Um, and in like the more central cities like Cebu, Iloilo, and, uh, Manila, the, the largest populated cities, you know, they actually look a lot more American, but then you start going to the smaller cities and then you start to see a lot of the Spanish heritage because one of the issues that happened was, uh, the Japanese blew up and like annihilated a lot of architecture. So whatever was remaining was like cherished by the Filipino people. So like there's this bridge at Rojas cities that is like a full Spanish style built bridge, but all around it are Americanized sort of building types. So it's really interesting seeing these like sudden changes in architecture. Like all of the churches are done in the Spanish style. All of the, a lot of the government buildings have a lot of Spanish influence. Um, a few of them were still standing from like World War II. So it's a really cool so place like for architecture. Very co coat of many colors as yeah. far as like architecture where it's and, just a mishmash of and that leads, slapdash. Oh, it, and I and here's the cool part though is that like it, I one one thing I I loved about like just driving from one place to another is that you get to see cuz there's no HOAs in the Philippines. There's no, uh, well, well, frankly, we think that our uh, neighborhood would look better if your building would look like this. Like, there's none of that. You show up to someone's house acting like that, you're going to get thrown down a muddy hill. <laughs> so, uh, there are no Karens in the Philippines. They get yelled at and then told to leave. So, can, can we have that here? Uh, Please? I mean, technically, we can, we can create that. It just, just takes some Let's time. Let's do it. Right, your local congressman. Um, but the thing that I really liked about uh, the architecture in the Philippines is that we can we're driving along, and you'll see drastically different types of houses. Like there are houses that have uh, essentially they look like uh, uh, like castle wall battlements and stuff mm. like that, sort of like indented like up down up down sort of like castle wall top, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, 
Like, I've seen houses that are bright purple with, like, Ooh. multiple terraces and big bay windows. Because, like, the way the economy works in the Philippines, for a large portion of the economy for a very long time, a lot of Filipinos would just go overseas, work, send money home. Yeah. Well, essentially, the majority of that money is untaxed because it's considered gifts or whatever the heck. As long as they keep it under a certain amount, the transfers are relatively untaxed. So all of that raw money just goes right into the Filipino economy because people aren't just hoarding it. They're using it to buy food. They're using it to buy medicine. They're using it to uh, upgrade their houses, increase their living conditions. Um, they're throwing parties and they're like having a, like they're, they're using it. So it goes right back into the Filipino economy. All that money constantly keeps turning through. You get these really interesting spikes in like uh, wealth in certain parts of the country because there is a poor like class in the country. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's no like it. But it's not like a uh, it, it's not like as drastic as you see it like out here, where like you see like the homeless walking around and stuff. Philippines, you just build a house. You just get some bamboo, you could build it yourself, it might start off as a hut, but you just keep expanding it, and all of a sudden you've added on mud bricks and stuff like that, and now you have like a four-bedroom house, you know? Mm. It might so not it's have almost plumbing like or electricity, but you still have They don't have a completely one. broken economy from generations of, you know, manipulation and rich people screwing it up for everyone else. Oh, I mean, also, like, the Filipinos are significantly more uh, 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 likely to... Uh, Share. take out a crappy government official It's <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say there's actually uh, there were used to be full on like turf wars between uh, government officials hmm. uh, at one point yeah like their security forces would like get up on each other and stuff and uh, it would almost turn into like sometimes brawls or even gunfights because it's like hey wait a minute this isn't your county get the hell out of here um, but yeah uh, but the actual trip itself um yeah, that's just that's just like sort of backstory in the Philippines for the uninitiated. And just to clarify some stuff, Cebu, Iloilo, Manila, absolutely gorgeous cities. Hundred percent recommend that you check out the resorts there. If you're American, European, uh, uh, Canadian, honestly, like you're gonna have a lot of buying power. Like I was talking about those pork rinds costing me about five bucks. Well, that five bucks trans that's five dollars translated uh, or multiplied by about forty three, which was the uh, translation rate. Um, I bought four bags of pork rinds for medium, like about, they were about 500 ground bags of pork rinds for approximately $5 Canadian. Um, where over there, they were like two fifty each in pesos. Mm. So that the buying power is insane, which means that if you take a trip from Canada, going to the Philippines, it might cost you a couple thousand to fly out there. But the amount that you can do with even like a thousand Canadian, that's 43,000 oh, sure. pesos. Yeah. So you're putting a lot of money into an economy that is constantly growing and like the people are benefiting from it. Um, and obviously the government's going to take their chunk there too. But I, I mean, more info, like there's been more infrastructure in the Philippines that I've seen in a long time. Like the last time I was there, all of the driving at night was super dangerous because there were no streetlights oh. because in the rural areas, streetlights aren't really a thing, but so people would just have multiple lights on their uh, tricycles and stuff, which are literally like a sidecar attached to a dirt bike, just for those of you that don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, that gets usually for passengers and cargo and stuff like that. And you and there are many different types of trikes. Um, they have cargo trikes. They have transport trikes. Uh, there are even um, uh, 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 police ones. I've seen police ones done where uh, there's even like a slot. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's like a slot 
uh, for a gun to slip through uh, in the sidecar. And then there's like a bulletproof glass thing in front of the driver. And then there's also a bulletproof glass thing in front of the sidecar. Hmm. So they have like literal, like, like, <laughs> like, like really, they have trikes for everything. So, um, yeah, like I, I 100% recommend that you check out uh, Cebu, that you check out Ilo Ilo, I check out Manila. Um, and then everywhere in between, if you're feeling a bit more adventurous, just know that obviously when you go out of the larger cities, there's going to be less people that speak as fluent English. But if you start adventuring into the countryside, you're going to meet some amazing people that can get so much out of so little. Um, the well, uh, a lot, a lot of like it's very sobering. Yeah, when I went to like Mex, when I've been, I've been to Mexico, and you go to Jamaica, and it's similar premise. Like the yeah, peoples there I are know. just like something as simple as you go there with. My sister, she used to go to Cuba just about every year. Mm-hmm. And and back then, Grandma was a an Avon sales lady. And oh, so yeah. my sister would go down and go stuff. into the Avon room and just take samples of lipstick. So not even like full, big, thick, like a yeah, full Yeah, the little itty-bitty ones. Yeah. yeah, but just fill her bag with that. And the people at the resorts were just so so courteous about yeah, receiving kind, that. Whereas like if you... Yeah, like, and and you would get so much uh, above and beyond service from mm. from everybody at the resorts because of a simple gift like that. Like, it's whereas if you were to go to you come to Canada, like you go to the Best Western, and you're like, "Thank you for what you've done. Here's a tiny lipstick." They don't care. They're gonna look no. at you like you've got two heads and be like, "What? What is this? I I yeah. I'd prefer money. Can I can I have money?" Yeah, and even then, you're not supposed to tip like staff at hotel staff because they don't expect it. That's the other thing too is that the expectations of service are so different. Mm-hmm. Um, like you were just talking about, it's like it, you go to like oh, side note, Boracay Island is a full like resort island with many hotels, and it's just surrounded with white sandy beaches, gorgeous clear blue waters, all kinds of activities, wonderful bars and nightclubs, an entire mall purpose built for the people that are coming there. So yeah. it is, and it has its own airport. So it is so cool. Plus the fishing. Oh, Braden, you love to fish. You would love the deep sea fishing that's around Boracay. Like it's like dirt cheap. You can get on the back of a trawler with a bunch of, like with some other uh, tourists and stuff. They give you a rod and you just have fun. And then there's also a service where if you catch something, they'll cook yep. it on the beach. Hmm. So they'll do a little cookout and stuff and you can have like fresh sturgeon or whatever it is that you wind up catching. Um, and, you know, and, and a bunch of shrimp and clams and mussels. And the seafood, dirt cheap in the Philippines because it's oh, surrounded by ocean. So it's you everywhere. could eat your fill on shrimp and prawns. And the prawns in the Philippines are girthy. Like, <laughs> for like $2 Canadian, mom got a pound uh, pound of prawns. Um, and, like, we peeled them up, and they were still chunky prawns. Oh, absolutely. We battered them up when we fried them. We had popcorn. Uh, we had uh, popcorn prawns and everything, and it was, oh, so damn good. Um, the uh, the culture in the Philippines is very accommodating. It's very, like, uh, be willing to help your neighbor because you never know when you might need help yourself. Yep. So, and it's a very Catholic country, but it's not crazy Catholic. Um, it's like old school nineties Catholicism, <laughs> not like, but not like the 1800s Catholicism or whatever. Like this is like, love your neighbor, bring them to church. We'll feed them. They don't even have to become a part of the congregation. We're not going to get in your face about it. 
Another thing I love about the Philippines, it's religious, but it's not in your face about it. Oh, yeah. um, so how long like, is your, your, your mom's still there, right? Yeah. So she's going to be yeah. there till the 20, 20 something of uh, September. I want to say 23rd. Oh, yeah. Um, because another, she's like, she wanted extra time with my grandmother, which by the way, getting back to my actual trip as a whole, not just the Philippines as a whole, but again, I recommend Manila, Cebu, Iloilo, beautiful, beautiful, excellently made cities, fantastic people in them. Um, and be willing to throw your money around because it really helps the economy and it helps the people in the Philippines out a lot. Um, it allows them to keep expanding and growing and developing yes. their country. Back to your trip. Back to my trip. We're, we're at half an hour into the show. Back to your trip. <laughs> uh, hey, man, I wanted to talk about this stuff. Oh, the, I know. Uh, the... So my trip in and of itself was primarily visiting family. It wasn't a full vacation per se, but it was a vacation from work. So... I get on the plane, I wind up not getting a bulkhead seat, so I'm scrunched up and I don't sleep at all. Finally, finally get to Manila, hop off the plane, get everything set up, uh, get into the airport. Air conditioning actually has not, or the airport terminal, air, air conditioning has not actually kicked on because it was down for maintenance. So I'm sweating my nuts off in the, uh, in the terminal building trying to find food. Find food, find like, I drink like six bottles of cold water because that's how, I had no AC, I had to do something to cool myself down. I eventually find a working AC unit. And one thing I love is that despite me being in a different country, everyone left me alone to sleep. No one tried to touch my stuff. No one like came near me. No one like started asking me questions during my layover, which was like six hours. The AC was finally kicking on. I finally found an AC thing to sit down beside. And I just sort of zonked out for like an hour, but I got up and everything was where I left it. There was no issue. Like I've heard people of like losing their stuff, getting their bags stolen, getting their items taken. Nothing. And yeah. I even noticed that there was a security guard, like not that far away, that was clearly in view of me sleeping. So like, I don't know if that was on purpose or if that's just how it worked out. But like, yeah, I I love that. I love that that, that was uh, that was very cool of the uh, of, of the airport. Um, and the people within it to just sort of leave me be and let me have a rest. And then, cause I've been pestered before, uh, like even at like the, the Edmonton airport, like I've had a person, like a, an airport attendant walk up and go, is your name blank a blank from the intercom? No, that no, I'm sorry. That's not me. Oh, okay. And then move on. And mm. then I've had other times like, sir, are you okay? Like we had a, we, like someone said that there was somebody unconscious over here. Like I've had people bother me before usually from other people asking them to do like, just whatever. I usually get bothered at some point during an airport. Didn't happen at all when I was in Manila. Mm. Anyway. So the reason I'm going to the Philippines is to see family. Uh, this time around my grandmother turning 102 on August 23rd. She is already, uh, she's already a hundred. I say 22, 102. Uh, so she is already 102 party was a rager, uh, sung a bunch of karaoke, got a little bit half cut. Um, uh, had a headache during it, which sucked, but, um, uh, I didn't miss yeah, the whole that party. Shut that tends to dampen up the yeah. spirits a tad bit. Yeah, especially since the sound system was right outside the room that I was oh. trying to like rest in. So like that was like pounding my brain for a good chunk of the time. But thanks to Tylenol and getting out of that room and laying down elsewhere. I think I'd laid down on like a bench in the kitchen at one point. Um, I got recouped for the ending, ending night festivities and that was really fun. But, uh, yeah, so I got to see my grandma, gave her a crap ton of kisses on her forehead. She thought that I was my dad because of how large I am. I'm six foot, uh, broad shouldered, big guy. 
Uh, my dad, six foot five, very broad shouldered, very big guy, used to play football and uh, 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 semi pro hockey. Um, so yeah, like uh, he, she, she went. Uh, Are you Brian? I went. No, I'm Brendan. Oh, Brian's son. Oh, hello. And then like she starts like talking to me and stuff, and she kisses me on the cheek. She's got no teeth, so it's just like a <laughs> popping sound. Um, on my cheek and stuff. And I can't help but just have this big dumb grin on my face. My, uh, my two cousins were there. My aunt was there. A bunch of my other cousins were there. Uh, one of them works in Hong Kong, uh, who I'd been in, uh, semi-contact with because I'm constantly terrified about the situation that's happening in China. Um, and the proximity to my, uh, to my family. Uh, I got to see, I got to meet my goddaughter who Mira, who I got to spoil the ever loving crap out of. Um, Wonderful. Uh, I met my goddaughter's sister, Yana, who I also spoiled the crap out of, because if I'm going to spoil one, I'm going to spoil both. Well, I told uh, me fair. Yep. Um, took them up to dinner at Jollibee. Uh, I ate at Jollibee about three times in there. I was expecting to go more, but I was trying to, like, save my cash as much as possible for, like, other things. Um, which I wound up buying, like, a basketball hoop, volleyball, uh, and other stuff for the farm. Uh, so a lot of the younger guys that are out there that are just sort of, uh, perpetually working as farmhands while having side jobs here and there, uh, have something to do. So they strung up the volleyball net and they were playing volleyball after my grandma's party. They set up the basketball hoop and everything with like three, uh, things of bamboo and uh, a double thick backboard. Then they just drilled the, uh, they drilled the hoop onto it. Uh, and they were playing and stuff, and they thanked me profusely because now they wouldn't be as bored uh, when they're on their off season from harvesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was really, it was really fun. I got to see all my aunts. I got to see uh, people I haven't talked to since like twenty sixteen, I think, or maybe yeah. earlier. Um, it's amazing to see how much everybody's grown. My cousin Ten Ten. Uh, went from looking like she was 14 to looking like she was like 25. Um, absolutely wonderful human being. Uh, she got screwed over by COVID really hard. She was trying to uh, do home care in Manila. Oh. And yeah, so yeah. due to the circumstances, not only were there layoffs, but there were also some deaths. Um, so yeah, she went to nannying for a bit and then uh, my cousin uh, got cancer. One of my cousins got cancer, so she came home uh, to take care of him before he passed away. So, yeah, bit of a hard go. Uh, you know, don't want to TMI too hard, but I mean, yeah, like it, that's that's the struggle sometimes. And uh, yeah, she uh, she she was my best friend. Whenever I'd go to the Philippines, we'd always hang out, watch movies, watch TV. She'd practice her English with me and stuff, and I'd always like help her back. So. Ten, when you're, I know you're, I know you're probably gonna hear this because I did plug the podcast a bunch of the Philippines. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of you for all the hard work that you put in. So, yeah, keep up the good work, Ten Ten. Yeah, um, you make the world a brighter place just by being in it. Yeah, uh, my other cousin Sesame got uh, screwed over too by the pandemic. She worked for the airline, so uh, yeah. Yep. So nothing for a year. So she got laid off. Uh, went home, took care of uh, mother, my half or not my my grandmother in law. Um, if I remember correctly, married into the like so their family became extended family because theirs married into ours. Um, so yeah, the uh, the trip as a whole, 
Um, I would give it a good solid like seven out of ten if it wasn't for the electrical issues that left me with a phone on five percent uh, mm-hmm. many a night. The worst was when I'd be sleeping and then wake up to the AC unit not working. Uh, and then I just, just be in a pool hot. of sweat. Yeah. Yep. Just in a pool of humid sweat, feeling horrible, get up, grumble my way to the bathroom, come back, AC unit kicks on. Hmm. I mean, well, really? <laughs> really? I mean, as, as bad as that is, I, yeah. I, I suppose the good news, I, I heard somewhere that they managed to fix whatever that problem was. So next time you go, you probably won't have to deal with that for the first couple weeks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm hoping next time that it's not uh, that I get more than five days of constant power. <laughs> uh, well, so that's good. Well, we're we're glad that you're you had a fantastic trip. We're glad that you're home. It was really it was amazing to see my family again. And I kind of want to go back again right, as soon as possible. But, well, as one does when it comes to trips like that. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, plans in the middle, but I'm already starting to figure out my saving options for going on my own. Hopefully, mm. within a year. My uh, whole, vacation days permitting, of course. Yeah, that whole work thing being in the way. Yeah. Work oh, and bills. Ugh. We get we get big, bro. It's, yep. uh, then we won't have to worry about it. Which comes back to you, the viewer. Please, yep. like and subscribe. Yep. So that share we can them. get bigger. Share, share with your friends. Leave a comment. Help us grow this podcast so that Brendan can go back and see his family again and... Uh, dump buckets in his well, two skis let's not let's not completely put it on them for me please please viewers <laughs> it's all on you we've now become this like pbs uh if because of quality content you the viewer can pledge now the phone oh lines are God. live uh, call in now and if you pledge ten dollars we'll give you this tote bag that i got from the dollarama when i went last time it's it's pretty good uh, slightly stained, green. but you can have it. Ten dollars. It's like yours. Green. You can cut it open and make a green screen out of it. It's, oh, not, it's not a very good green screen, but you can have it for ten dollars. Is it the texture? Is that why? No, it's just the, the shade of green. Oh, fair enough. I I bought a green screen off of Wish one time, and it showed up, and it was literally the exact same material as the Dollarama bags. Oh, so there you go. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, I have since upgraded to like a good green screen that's not Dollarama material, but yep. either way. That's what we yeah. get for Wish. Yes. Uh, anyway. How did you have your week, week go? My what week was, my week was not now. nearly as uh, as eventful as yours. Mm. Uh, we had my my daughter's birthday, yep, which went birthday on to, flawlessly. To she, she, yeah, she, she has now turned redacted. And, uh, you know, it, she said the day that she turned redacted, 35. She said that uh, it, it was a weird feeling for her, which, you know, people have often said to me, like, when you turn a certain, oh, how does it feel to be certain age? And you're like, I don't know, same that's as a, yesterday. That's an old soul. Uh, that's an old soul in there, too. So that's, Oh, absolutely uh, she is. Yeah. But we took her the day of her birthday. We went. Uh, but a smart ass, which I appreciate. Oh, she gets that from both of both her yeah. parents. Um, I, see a lot of, I see a lot of your. Uh, of your of your wife and her too. Oh, like, very much so. It's yeah. it's a 50-50 split and she switches she switches yeah. on any given day. She's an introverted plant. extrovert with social anxiety and but a social butterfly, butterfly cues that on, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, we went we took her we took her swimming. 
we went out for lunch. Uh, then we the next day or got everything ready and we had the had a big to do at the hall, set up the bounce house for her, and the kids just wore themselves right out. For those of you uh, curious, Braden also had to stop by, like you said earlier, to check out the plumbing situation at uh, at our place. And uh, yeah, he had to neglect uh, his his own child's birthday to assist me, so I am eternally Not grateful. the birthday, just the preparations. That's we were preparing on the Friday. I went over on the Friday. Okay, okay. So, okay, okay. the party itself. Wouldn't want to I, rip I'm you sorry. Away. I would not have. I would not have abandoned yeah. my daughter's party yeah. because, you, you for had... the sake of both my daughter and my wife, I'm not about to leave my wife, who, like I've mentioned, is is not comfortable in large social situations. Yeah. I'm not about to leave at her a large social to situation. Host a party by herself. Yep. Not going to happen. She's skilled that. at many things when it comes to the birthday, but being the one in charge of talking to people is not her strong suit. I and that's that. okay, because I picked that ball up. And she's a firecracker, too, so it's Absolutely. Like, yeah. But yeah, so that was my week in a nutshell. Yeah. And I'm glad you enjoyed being arm deep in sewer water. Ah, well, enjoyed <laughs> is uh, not quite the word, but to each their own, like, really. <laughs> yeah, like like my father in law, he's like, what, what, like you weren't wearing gloves? Like, ah, it's, it's skin; it washes, whatever. It's also absorbent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't bathing in the in the water. You, you stick your arm in there, and you go, well, there's there's the plug, or there's not the, the. I mean. You're in and out in like a couple seconds. I'm yeah. not down there being just, like just reach around mm, for a moment. Mm, you know, yeah. Ooh, I like that texture. Ooh. Shoving my arm elbow deep in your drain hole just to be like, well, I guess while I'm here, I'll watch the latest <laughs> Game of Thrones. Get caught up on Breaking Bad or whatnot. So, uh, how you been doing? Slosh, 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 slosh. <laughs> Make Pretty small good. talk like a like yeah. a common like any other plumber would be. Yeah. Except not yeah. getting paid, you know, hundreds of dollars an hour. Not getting paid oh, any man. dollars an hour. Yeah. Getting paid in friendship bucks. Yay! <laughs> you could use those for pork rinds. I tried, and they got <laughs> confiscated <laughs> at the custom station. Oh, no. Okay, well, I think I think Braden's uh, tensions are running high yet again in the, uh, in the podcast studio, so we're going to mm. give him a sec to chill out. <laughs> Guys, we'll take a break. <laughs> Remember to eat your pork rinds at the airport next time, everybody. Ah. Greetings, mortals. My name is Promotiontron, and I have snuck on to the Two Bees podcast to remind you to subscribe to the Capuana Companions TikTok and Instagram pages, and also the Bee Grim gaming twitch channel <laughs> they'll never realize i'm here promoting their things and they'll never be the wiser <laughs> nolan Nolan's uh illustrious vocal tones aside um i think we're back I think so. Yeah, I would I wanna... say it's safe to assume that we, you, you're back. I'm back, and yep. I've taken I've taken the appropriate amount of times and deep breaths to get over the aforementioned uh, pork rind confection mm. debacle that I have been forced into I by that, various that. securities. 
allowing nail clippers through, but not my <laughs> confections. Yeah. Which, uh, that was still really odd. See, like just <sighs> hearing that like distinctive snapping sound of like yep. metal going through uh, keratin nail or whatever it's called. Yeah. And it's just gross in the premise. Like what, it is of all the places to do. You better nails. have been catching those. Yeah. You better have been mm. catching those and putting them in the right dang. Because uh... he was like, he was one row ahead of me at the actual bulkhead. I was one row behind the bulkhead, so I was like cramped up into myself for the most part. Didn't sleep a wink. It sucked, but whatever. Humans are disgusting. On a positive note, let's. I think we should yeah. before we get into chalking movies. Do you want to play a little play a little game? Play oh, some yeah. either either or. I'd be, uh, some things. I'd be down for it. I'd All be down right. Do you care to do the honors and kick us off? Kick us off proper. Do you have a, a topic of discussion? Yeah, um, I've got one. Uh, so as you're aware, uh, their dear audience, we do either or every now and again, uh, where we have two options. We tend to pick one and see uh, what the other person is uh, thinking and uh, give our reasoning for why we chose what we chose. Um, so, uh, welcome back again. Appreciate you listening. We're going to get started with, uh, a classic fairy tale, uh, based one. Would you rather live in a giant peach or in a giant shoe? Hmm. I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm going to go with the shoe. Oh, good. Cause I was going to yeah. take the peach. My, uh, my general reasoning is that, uh, the, the old lady who lived in the giant shoe, that shoe became a genuine home. Uh, whereas the peach, over time, is going to rot um, if you don't eat it. So there's going to be a rather... Because uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure if you'll be uh, with the with the insects from James and the Giant Peach, or if it's just you in the Giant Peach or you in the Giant Shoe. I would like to think, even even without the giant insects, the, yeah. the ability to, like, the peach traveled. And that's why I'm going with the peach is that the I'm seagulls, not I'm not yeah. stationary like it's we're stuck yeah. in the, a shoe. The and I mean, slave labor. And like at even on the on the surface where you have like we're going to assume that this is a brand new shoe. Yeah. This is the sort of sort of giants nasty gym sneaker. This is like an old like the it's one you would see typical. It's an old leather boot. Yeah. But as you've described earlier, you and I don't do well in heat and on a hot day a leather boot is going to provide nothing for resisting that heat and it's just going to get hot and smell like hot leather i can't imagine house. a hot and sticky peach would be much better though no but you, at I least could i could like, like but like i could like scoop it and i could make like uh like a nice uh some sort of peach drink you know you scoop that you mix it with some some iced water you're going to have like a lemonade version of a peach drink. You could mm. juice it. I could like, I'm going to lose my house because I'm, I'm consuming the house, yeah. but I'm going to have a good time while I'm doing it. Eventually you'll be able to turn the pit into a house though. Yeah. Or Which I do. I personally do appreciate. Right. So it has potential. Yeah. It, it supplies um, me with sustenance until yeah. it's rotted away. I'm and, not... and then in reality is if I play my cards, right, I could then take that pit plant it. And now oh, I can yeah. live in a peach tree. A giant oh, peach no, no. tree. Yeah. Playing in my peach tree. Oh. Although I'm fairly certain uh, you'd have to land in an area with no HOAs because I they'll they'll try to get you to cut that down. Screw the HOAs. Yeah. They probably uh, they probably confiscate pork rinds. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the giant shoe because there's enough structural integrity there to incorporate an AC unit. <laughs> <laughs> you have windows! Uh, <laughs> therefore, Fair I enough. can have AC. Um, yeah, no, uh, in terms of like the adventure, I can definitely see how you would go with the giant peach. Um, with the seagull slave labor and the, uh, the fencing uh, stairs and uh, eventually a pit house so, or even a tree house. Yes. And given the opportunity, I would much rather live in a, uh, in a, a like a, a movie like that versus like, we, we, we haven't had a, an old lady in a shoe movie. So, I, you fair. know, what That's do I have fair. to compare it to? Although you would have to deal with the gigantic angry shark in the sky. Yes. That would be, but, that would be a thing you might have to contend with. But let's face it. That's something that we all have to face every day of our lives. Don't ever forget about the giant shark in the sky, people. It's up there with the, the government wants you to forget about it, but it's there. Yeah. Why do you think those uh, those aren't those aren't jet lines in the clouds? Those yep. are the shark's fins cutting through the cloud lines. In case you didn't know, uh, all the meat that gets confiscated at the border gets uh, fed to the giant shark as to keep it at bay. Ah, oh, crap! My pork rinds have made it <laughs> larger. <laughs> uh, what you got, man? Let's do let's do a all right. few more. Let's do two. Let's do two so, each. You can live without air, water, food. Would okay. you rather be stuck on the moon or be free floating in space? I'm gonna say with stuck on the moon because there's gonna be like craters and probably caves and stuff you can explore. Yes, space you're just kind of there. I and, also would have to go with the the moon, and you could be the man in the moon. Yeah, so and you could be an actor, and you could scare the crap out of any astronauts to show up for Plus, future space I'm missions. gonna have. I got that little uh uh what what was the name of that robot that was rolling around on the moon before it died? Rover? The, the, yeah, the Mars rover. The, thing, the, the like Discovery the... rover. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I can go and like hang out with him and like fix him up and then yeah. he and I could hang out and he'd be like a little pet. You could transform free floating in space. Yeah. Um and and coincidentally uh, spoilers for in in a minute here when we start talking about what we watched, hmm. but we watched Futurama a couple episodes, and after I watched those episodes, I kept going, and it got to the episode where Bender is lost in space. Yeah, yeah, and where he gets launched out of the torpedo tube, and the Planet Express ship can't keep up, hmm. and just the idea of him, but if he didn't have that loot he would propel through space indefinitely. Yeah. And just the idea of that gave me anxiety. Yeah. Where you're never going to stop. Yeah. There's nothing to stop there's, you. There's no control. There's no, no. like waving your arms to swim. I, you can't like, swim through space because no. there's no resistance. Yep. So you are free floating. You can't even be like, I'm going to explore over here. Swim, swim, swim. Cause you can't, yep. you don't have rocket boots. You're just at the mercy of, gravitational pulls and it's terrifying yep. next uh okay so uh up next we have now while getting ready for, while getting ready for the day would you rather um and uh and there, there is a caveat to it which i'll explain afterwards but the two options are never be able to look in the mirror ever again or Always get dressed in complete darkness. And then the caveat is what you come out of the dark with is what you have to wear, uh, is what you have to wear that day. Oh, well, I'm going to go with getting dressed in the dark 
for kind of two reasons. First and foremost, mm-hmm. my wife sleeps in later than I do. Fair. And it I have in the past gotten dressed in the dark. And when I know that I'm getting dressed in the dark, because it, it like hunting, for example, when I go hunting yeah. in November, you get up before the sun does because you got to beat the deer out. That's true. I cannot turn the lights on in the bedroom because otherwise I'd be the one being hunted in I end up on strapped to the front of the truck by my wife. Yeah. So survival skills do have to like initiate at times. I yeah. that. I so that. you lay your clothes out the night before. Yep. That's my, that's my work. Or the other thing is if we're going to put that caveat where, Oh, you can't do that. I know which drawer my underwear's in. I know which yep. drawer my socks are in. All You're my socks, all my socks are black. Yep. We are grown men. For those who aren't aware of myself, I wear colorful t-shirts. I wear kilts every day. Usually a button up. And I I have my Hawaiian shirts over top. There's no mixing and matching. I have black socks, one of of my kilts that I throw on, Mm. a geeky t-shirt, and a Hawaiian shirt. And I must say... If you do any combination of that in the dark, it still is look my fine. look. It's going to work. Yep. It's like jeans so. and t-shirts. Really difficult to get wrong. Yeah. Um, and I will say that your uh, that your work attire, your day-to-day attire, has been a pleasant, uh, has been a very pleasant evolution for me to see because I, I remember you being constantly in suits all the time. Yep. So uh, you now being in kilts with, uh, uh, with various colorful uh, shirts and whatnot really, really does like talk to your priorities uh, and your, your personality sort of shifting away uh, from, or at least evolving, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go with never having to look in the mirror again because other reflective surfaces still exist and I'm not a child and I'm more absolutely capable of laying my clothes out beforehand. So I'll know what I'll look like. I do a lot of shorts and t-shirts, very difficult to make, uh, to mess that up. Kind Fair of enough. an easy one. Kind of an easy <laughs> one. You got you got one more. Uh, yeah. This one. So, would you rather have your your entire life be narrated by Morgan Freeman, okay, or James Earl Jones? Oh, I gotta go with the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah I'm James gonna. Earl Jones I, for me. Also, he's yeah. a lot more bluesy the way that he talks and stuff. He's got more music in his voice to me. I I would have to go with Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I love James Earl Jones's voice, yeah. but just the, you 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 have the voice of God essentially. I love Bruce Almighty, and to have the voice of God narrating my life. Mm. Plus, every time, as we learned with South Park, is every time he explains something, he gets another freckle. So knowing that I can be responsible for Morgan Freeman earning more freckles in his life is uh, works for me. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really in on James Earl Jones. The dude was in a lot of Broadway, did a lot of singing on top oh, of his yeah. acting career. Uh, I would love to have James Earl Jones uh, singing through a certain part of my uh, like singing through certain parts of my life or whatever. I'd be I'd be all kinds of sick. And the guy's a treasure. So I want him, uh, I'd, I'd love to hear hear him on a regular basis. Absolutely. Also, if you've ever seen the recording of his uh, Othello performance. Uh, I have Christopher Plummer. It is so good. Hmm. Yeah. Might have to look that up. Yeah. James Earl Jones is oh, fantastic. Uh, anyway, 
Um, yeah. So, uh, dude, that was, that was either or, uh, main reason that we had to do is cause I did eat up quite a bit of time and, uh, we did watch, uh, a pair of anthology, um, episodes of Futurama, Anthology of Interest, or Tales of Interest! Interest, interest, interest. And of course, interest. we're getting into the Tales of Interest episodes and the what, it's essentially the what if machines for the simple fact that if you recall last week, and if yep. you hadn't listened, go back and, and we, listen to we, that one. And we, we know we, you listen, but we're just saying. We tore apart the Pixels movie because it is a pile of dog excrement and is done much better in episode two of the or the the second version of the what if machine where what if what if if video games were real life so we decided to watch the better version of pixels by watching futurama but you can't watch the second part without watching the first so we figured we'd mush them both together and have a little have a little watch party that way so The first one, of course, being uh, where we introduced to the What If Machine by way of the Professor's Finglonger. Good news, everyone. (laughs) uh, The fact that you have this... Finglongerer. Finglonger. Is it just, like, he has to use that Q brace to actually, like, use the Finglonger? (laughs) What is that thing? Well, it it tells you... uh, it 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 tells that machine will you you give it a, a what if hyperbole and yeah. it will tell you it will show you that future. Does but who it cares? It about does, that. but it's not. It does work pretty good, but it's not very long. Yep, I I love Farnsworth's like just perplexing priority chain priority shifts. <laughs> he's a very he's he's the perfect rendition of an eccentric scientist. Um, he's a great melding of that mixed with old man. Because the yeah. amount of times that he just zonks out, falls asleep in the middle of a conversation with that mouth open, gurgly, like, snore. Yeah. It's just, oh, and I well, laugh And the fact that, and, so we, and, the, and the one thing that I, I always forget, because you see Farnsworth all the time, and everybody, like, all the characters are always dressed in the same outfits. Yeah. But the thing that you forget that is revealed in the very first episode hmm. He's in his pajamas the yeah. entire time. Yeah, and I pray. And you know what? That man, he's old enough that you could just be in your pajamas all the time. Yeah, he's like a like, hundred and something, isn't he? He, uh, I feel well, like he's oh, over a yeah, hundred. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the champion bender. I love the. Uh, as I've told you, I do love a good kaiju fight. That is, it's and Zoidberg. Again, spoilers, guys, but yeah, they turn Zoidberg giant, and he immediately becomes evil because it's Zoidberg. Uh, and, um, yeah, there's a big kaiju fight, and it's a crap ton of fun. Uh, I have, uh, and the way it ends is really funny, too, because of uh, the ending speech. Um, um, yeah. They, uh, up next was, uh, I think it's, oh yeah, okay, I just, I just pulled up the episode name. So the first one was Terror at 500 Feet. The next one's Dial L for Leela, where we find out what it would be like if Leela was more impulsive. Um, and I like how they started off with like, oh, there's a green stripe on her boot, to murdering everyone. Uh, and Scruffy, by the way, still still my favorite cast member in all of uh, Futurama. Futurama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I love the, uh, I love so many of the Scruffy lines. Number one was like, when everything's going horrible, and he's just like in his lawn chair, and Scruffy don't die the way he lived. And then just licks his finger and flips the page of the Jugs magazine. <laughs> uh, oh, I like how, uh, after the, uh, after everything's over or whatever, it gets revealed that, like, everything that just happened was actually, like, the professor asking what would happen if he made the thing longer. I also loved the. Uh... Oh, uh, and oh yeah, and then and then when because uh, they do a bait and switch with the doll L for Leela, by the way, where because uh, like, they're talking about her being slightly impulsive and it, she kills people for it. Um, the way that she deals with Fry is she just bangs him. They they just they have sex and then that's how they keep and then, because you're expecting her to just murder him. Because she's murdered everybody else in the crew, so you think, okay, well, Fry's just gonna die now. But no, it's it's bang. <laughs> that's how that's how Fry stays quiet in the murders. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that was impulsive. I suppose <laughs> it was weird. Because up until that point, there was a whole lot of like Fry being into Leela, or like there's a little bit of will they, won't they. Um, but it didn't really come into fruition until the movie. It was one of the movies. Uh, I think it's the one where Fry creates a doppelganger of himself. Um, where uh, he becomes like Le Leslie or something. Or um, I don't know. Uh, what's his uh, what's the guy's name? Laszlo? Was it Laszlo? I think is what Fry winds up uh, creating. He winds up creating like a a doppelganger of himself. And, um, the, uh, you, you, you're hearing what I'm saying, right, Brayden? 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 Oh, guys, I think there's a bit of a, uh, oh, I heard something. All right, oh. that. There Did we go. Work? We're back. Yeah, you gotta stop breaking your stuff mid uh, mid conversation. Like we were saying, like I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by you not saying anything. Um, yeah, that's what the the narwhal, the narwhal fisherman, and it's uh, uh, yeah, Lars. Yeah. Lars. His name is Lars. Lars. I yeah. was. I'm Lars. Oh, I love that. that yeah, that reveal was like. Yeah, uh, that movie is mm. so good. Um, they, yeah, no. Uh, all three of those. That whole anthology of like. The beast with the billion backs and the yeah oh like it the and the through line through all it, of those movies were so they're good. three standalone movies yep but they're three or it's one large long episode and yes. it just was it was so well done and that it that melds itself, together so perfectly oh, so perfectly and that in itself is to me proof in itself why Futurama is superior to The Simpsons in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The first, like, I think, I want to say 10 or so seasons of The Simpsons are near, are as close to flawless as you can get because of just, like, how they acted as a through line for that, like, that period's uh, happenings. Yeah. Um, there was a, because, uh, like, like, now it's South Park. South Park is the voice of you know, the, the current generations, the 2000s to like, mm -hmm. uh, 2010s, like that, that, cause they specifically harp on all of that stuff, like all the stuff that's been going on. There's a commentary on it. And it's always a very smartly written 
Well, yeah. and it's not only is it very smartly written, but they have yeah. the advantage of being able to do it on time. Yeah. Because they because their episodes are done week by week, they yeah. finish on a Monday, they post it on a Wednesday. Yep. If something happens over the weekend, they can scrap a whole episode and do an episode based on some crazy yep. thing that the world's Although happened. There was that funny bit where uh, they thought Hillary was going to win. So oh, they had an episode ready to put go for Hillary all winning. Their eggs in that basket. Yeah, and that a, was and... the biggest whoopsie of their entire careers. <laughs> is them thinking Hillary was going to win and not thinking that the American public would be spiteful. Yeah, after and just how like many years leaning so over. hard into Garrison, like just making oh, fun of, of Mr. Oh, Tito. And, oh. uh, and just, you, and you could see it in all of the characters' faces of like, what just happened? Yep. He, where, where am Get, I right now? Garrison won? Yep. And it's like, oh. That perplexedness that's yeah. permanently like plastered on the faces of people yeah. is so good. And it furthers the joke even more because it's because then you can even feel, especially when they talked about it uh, afterwards, um, how they how everyone in the studio had no thought in their mind that Hillary wouldn't win. And no one, no one even thought for a second that Trump would. So when he did, and then they had to redo that episode. Uh-huh. And they didn't even have uh, anything to go off of because they were yeah. like, well, we, whereas before in the election prior to that, where it was Obama versus John McKay. Yep. They literally wrote two different episodes that yeah, were, they were ready to one go. Another, just and it's in like, case. whichever one, we just got to drop it. And they but were like, well, one, that's not going to happen. Yeah, there's no way that the, the, the dude with about about a gallon too much spray tan on his face is going to wind up winning. And lo and behold, they the greatly Chino underestimated wins. the racism that is the United States. Well, let's not get too hardcore and say statements like that. Because podcast. But, uh... <laughs> I stand by my... Where's the lie, Brendan? Anyway, we're getting off topic. Futurama! We watched a show. We did. Uh, uh, well, we, we watched the second episode of the show. Uh, Anthology of Interest number two. And I liked the uh, fact that we have that through line with uh, that, that, that commonplace thing in both of Bender's what-ifs where yeah, yeah. he gets killed in the end. Yep, yep. I, I do like that at least he goes out the way that he lived. Yeah. Uh, in fighting the, um, and fighting and just binging. Yeah. Fighting in the first one, binging in the second, and I like that. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Like, um, wow, this is awesome. And it's like, uh, you can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, like um, where he kiss where he kisses Amy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So that he makes amazing. up with Amy. Kisses the professor. Farnsworth? Oh, it's not working. Oh, it's, it's not, not working, working anymore. anymore. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Farnsworth not getting any for how long. I hear you. I hear you, buddy. Um, uh, but the uh, the other one, too, it was like, uh, oh, wow, this is awesome. But you smoke and drank when you were a robot. Yeah, but now it's bad for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> now it's like taboo. So I guess I guess yeah. we're going to have more fun with it. Um, and then the way he eats nachos Ugh. is like how I ate poutine the first time I had uh -huh. poutine. That, like that but was... that that one scene where he's in the in the club and he's dancing and smoking oh, and yeah, eating, yeah, yeah. where he like shovels, he's got like three or four cigars in his mouth at one point. And he's like, and he shovels two hot dogs in his face and then yeah. proceeds to make out with that chick while the hot dogs is like, oh yeah, oh. Her balls bulge out and stuff. She's like, yeah. what is happening? Oh, so gross, but. You're like, <laughs> oh. 
There is a that, there is a, and then there's that a reason where, you gotta do stuff in mo- in moderation, guys. Yeah. And it, it always disturbs me so much when he gets revealed at the, the Nobel Peace Prize Award. And he's like, do you want a grilled cheese? And he pulls he it out. He lifts up the titty fat and then pulls it out. <laughs> why, why, is the, why is the grilled cheese so... Why is there so much, so much liquid that comes out of the sandwich? <laughs> it pours out of his fat folds. And it's I've brown. Had, I've never made... Yeah, it's like a cheese-colored something that extrudes from his fat folds. I have never before... Did he bathe in nacho yeah. cheese prior to the... Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was just a regular sandwich before he put it in his titty flap. Yeah, and, and it, it became, became a grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. It didn't even have cheese in it the first time. It was just two slices of bread that went in there. That's that's titty cheese right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go from there, and then of course he dies, and we get that famous line. But he just said, "Woo!" No, oh, that was air escaping, air escaping the fat folds. Fat folds. Yeah. Woo! 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 And they're rolling him off the stage. Oh my god! And then um, we go back into more murderous intent by Leela in the yeah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. My favorite in that whole bit is Zoidberg, where it's like, ah, it's me, the third guy, Courage. And then, and then the, <laughs> the flying monkeys come in, scoop everybody away. What do I stink? Oh, and then, why did you, then they cut to the castle. Why did you bring me here? And why did I have to take a cab? <laughs> and he's just sitting on a chair all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love the um oh man uh yeah and the professor tells leela to kick her boots together uh, and she's like screw that i'm becoming a witch there's no place like i want to be a witch yep fry bender professor oh, and the fry become toads like, oh you're the, you need a brain why does everyone keep saying that yep or the fact that, like, the professor comes out that do not pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, giant floating <laughs> head. No, it's just the professor's giant head on his yep. tiny body. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Props to his neck muscle right? regimen because, like, that dude is. <laughs> yep. Um, I I do love a lot of the bait and switches that go into Futurama, and especially the visual gags and stuff. And yeah, uh, I really enjoy. Oh, and uh, the way Leela dies when uh, <laughs> Zoidberg uses the, the toilet, toilet overflows it, and then she gets dripped <laughs> on and dies. Yeah. Oh my god! And then it like wakes up to her getting splashed in the face because it had nothing to do with the what if machine. She just got brained by the machine. Oh and, yeah, that's and it right. Was, it was like a a concussion dream the whole time. Oh jeez. Bringing up the uh, bringing up the rares Raiders of the Lost Arcade. Uh, this would reason be the good why version we're here. of Pixels, yeah, yes, the good version of Pixels. What uh, if? Uh, how does he put that? What what, what, what if, if life was more like a video game? No, because that's no, that's not what he says. He's like, I've always wondered, or, I've always been good at video games, so I'd like to know, uh, how my life would be different if video games were in my or in real life, and then he's like. Well, yeah, but you need to ask that as a what if question. Um, what if that thing I said? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then Farnsworth <laughs> just does it for him. Yeah. What if the world was real life was more like a video game? Yeah. I like, um, so I, I liked that it was more than just like 
the enemies show up as uh, pixelated versions of video game stuff. I like that they had Pac-Man as the general. Yeah. They had, uh, they called the military the military yeah. headquarters. Um, the, the guy needs the blue key to get into the, yeah. into the war room. The, yeah, hell, yeah, yeah. The Planet oh, and Colin Pac-Man. The, 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 the Planet Express ship is the asteroids. Triangle. Yeah, yeah, it's the asteroid ship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they called the enemies the Nintendians, which yeah. you know for a fact they needed to get rights for this particular episode. <laughs> um, I know that guy. Is that, I know that monkey. His name is Donkey. <laughs> Donkeys aren't monkeys. Monkeys, stop, stop confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fardsworth, man. Oh. Between him and Scruffy. Like, if yeah. they had Scruffy and more stuff, he'd be like my number one favorite character, but yeah. he's still Fardsworth. Oh, Especially because so of his outbursts. Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah, they had uh, yeah the, when Donkey Kong beats the crap out of Nixon. Yeah, uh, that was really funny. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, and then he turns the entirety of the uh, of, of like the, the the government building into a Donkey Kong platform. Yeah, and if you all get the, that, all the that windows like tunk into angles. <laughs> and Mario, oh no, he's a drop of the meatball on the white pants of. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he goes off to be a hero. Yeah. Which we never uh, see what happens to that. He no, just kind of goes off. I was kind of hoping that we'd see like Mario coming at the end to like uh, take down Donkey Kong, and as a result, it helps. But whatever, they they ended it the way they did. Yeah. Um. The uh, I, I like that for some reason they built the anti aircraft platform to be exactly like the dumb tank from the Asteroids game, yeah. with only one gun fixed in one position without <laughs> the ability to rotate. Controlled the, by a cab, an arcade cabinet. An arcade cabinet, which was a beautiful <laughs> touch. Yeah. Uh, the bullets for the ships. I think I brought this up last time. Uh, when they came down, they're giant, but for some reason, they're just the right size to headshot uh, General <laughs> Pac-Man and kill him. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. And the fact uh, that his widow is in the tank. Yeah, that's right. They have like, his family baka, baka, in the tank for some yeah. dumb reason. <laughs> oh no! Baka, 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 baka. <laughs> to the widow pac-man oh my god the and, uh, um, oh, oh and the, and the, the escape key. tunnels were the pac-man board yeah and see yeah. in the, the escape tunnels in the pac-man uh the pac-man sewers mm. they did the bit that i said was missing from pixels mm. where fry gets eaten but he it's okay because he has another yeah. guy you yep. could have easily done that in Pixels, and they did it, and it was missed. Easy, especially since they got, like, high scores during their fights in, Pisco, in, in yeah. Pixels. Yeah, or, or in the, with Centipede. Yeah, during and Centipede, get they eaten, get the... Yeah, you could have got eaten during the Pac-Man chase and been like, yeah, yeah. actually, I'm cool, I'm good, whatever. Woo. Yeah, I got my one up. Yeah. Yeah. Or even during Donkey Kong, actually, it probably would have made the most sense to have the the one up come out. Yeah, then he could have gotten hit. But yeah, he gets like, knocked oh, no, off he the tower. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. What? But. Yeah, he like show appears behind Donkey and then does his dead then then does the cheating and then thing. Cheats. But, yeah. but and uh, and Zoidberg eating all the stale marshmallows. Yep, yep. Zoidberg. My favorite Zoidberg bit is um when he's on the table getting dissected and they pull out the deviled egg and then they take takes the deviled egg <laughs> eats, eats it again. It again. The, it's same the same deviled, deviled egg. egg. <laughs> and the fact that like you you have I love the fact that like Pac Man verbally says. The Pac-Man sound. So, like, in the video game where you get that... Bark, 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 yeah, he's, yeah, he's... Waka, waka, he literally waka, says waka, waka, waka. it. But then, as Zoidberg starts eating the marshmallows, he starts vocalizing, waka, 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 waka. Yeah. 
everybody's do, everybody's doing it like everybody oh, goes God. through and oh it's a consistent running joke and they do it very well yeah and then we get the uh, the rest and then they get taken over because fry can't get the last ship it, like his brother always yeah, got it he's, oh, him. his brother always had to do it for him yeah that's right oh man drop down increase speed reverse direction <laughs> i love how they made that sound so military yeah oh jeez. The, uh, yeah, man, I mean, as, as far as anthology series goes, like, there's a lot of shows where you could tell that they're using it to buy time because they're trying to make other episodes, so they yeah. make a bunch of shorts. Futurama, they're purpose-built, and yeah. you and can tell them, have... like, we want to try out these different types of ideas, but they don't work as well in the show, so let's just have a imagination land thing. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's the episode, like, later in the series where we get that one episode where... It's again, it's and it's always like they're they got to get one last episode in before the end of the season. Yeah, this one is it's kind of like the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. It's not yeah, necessarily it's canon. It's like an but, event. Yeah. yeah, but you could still see it in that universe. And we yep. had that with like there was that one episode where in one episode we get the video game version where it's pixelated. Yep. And they talk about like, oh, we can see colors you haven't seen before. But as the audience, we don't get to see it because we're not in that version. Mm -hmm. You get the black and white uh, old Mickey Mouse style where, again, brand new. Oh, colors. yeah, it's true. It's yeah. a it's a whole nother color in the rainbow. But because it's black and white, we don't get to see it. And yeah. then the anime style where Zoidberg does the dance. But again, because we're not in the universe, we don't get to see it happen. So, yeah, it's it's that running joke. It's it's. It's just it's all done so well, and and it definitely allowed them because they they did they, there was a lot of dark themes and really dark jokes that happened in the anthology, especially with like just Bender being fat and dying and like yeah, uh, Leela murdering everybody. So it allowed them to like get into that like darker humor, which sort of set up for like what would what would be considered a jarring mood shift uh, in a series. But because, like, the anthology came on, or because, like, uh, they had that movie with Evil Santa, um, or whatever, yeah, uh, murdering people, like, left and right, like, they they able they basically set themselves up for, if they ever do get dark, people recognize, oh, that's just part of Futurama, that's just yeah. what it's like. Because there's also, like, the episodes where they get invaded by, uh, uh, by the aliens, uh... The scammers. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then there was also the uh, the ones where there was like the invasion and like uh, Brat Braff or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Zap Zap, Zap, Zap Brannigan? Brannigan. Yeah, the whole like "Stop Dying, You Cowards" episode, where like oh he, yeah, he just gets a bunch of civilian freighters with guns on them to like go fight the aliens. They don't have like an actual fleet, yeah, or anything, or no real military. It's just people. So then they yeah, have to fight in their own ships and they'll die horribly. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like that's dark, but like they still manage to pull it off because it's still on brand for the show. Like yeah. they were able to explore the darker side of humor, but still, still kept it to the charm of Futurama, you know? And yeah. like, and that's, yeah. and, that, and again, really, that speaks volumes show. to the show itself and, and yeah. the writing. It's a caliber it. above many others. A hundred percent. Like, I love Bob's Burgers, I love American Dad, I love, like, all these, but, like, Bob's Burgers can be too cutesy for me at times, so I, like, it's not gonna scratch every itch, but if I want to sit down and watch something wholesome, uh, with a good amount of comedy writing in it, I'm gonna watch Bob's Burgers. If I want to watch something more irreverent and, uh, very sarcastic towards the world, I want to watch South Park. If I want to watch something that's in between, 
shows like Futurama and American Dad fit that bill perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I, I really like how a lot of these shows growing up have sort of found their place and where I need them to be for what content they provide. Yeah. And I really hope that uh, you guys in the comments tell us about your favorite shows and some of your favorite episodes from those shows, cartoon or not. Um, and just, you know, let, let's hear your thoughts, guys. We want to hear from you. Yeah, please. Uh, tell yeah, us in the I'm, comments. Uh, yeah. Recommendations, even. Like, we're, yeah. we're up for Give it. Give us some movies. We're gonna, we got an idea for next week, but we're mm-hmm. always open. If you want us to talk about a movie, uh, something, something old, something new, something mm-hmm. borrowed, something blue, you let us know in the comments, and we will... Definitely put it into consideration for future episodes. We're not going to get married to every idea that you wind up sending us, but we'll definitely put them into considerations and really listen to to what you have to say. I was very, very sad by that. The first part of that sentence where you said, we're not going to get married. And then you kept going. And I realized it wasn't that you haven't closed that door on us. So that, that Uh, makes me happy. I, I also made it because you did the something borrowed something blue thing, but you know, that's come back next week and we'll get married. After uh, this has been a good positive sort of uh, end card, I think we should end off with some positive wisdom for our viewers. Okay, so maybe Uh, maybe a quote from a show that maybe considered obscured, but you know, character you can think of. Well, not so much uh, from a show, but this seems apropos because of Zoidberg and his lobster ways. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, there used to be a guy in the town that I grew up with. His name was uh, Mister Gazopoulos. And okay. he always used to tell us kids, uh, you'd, see him, you'd see him up and down the streets, and he, he always used to say, uh, it was a fun fact, did you know that crab and lobster used to be considered garbage food? Mm-hmm. So technically, by eating out of the dumpster, I'm just ahead of the times. Good night, everybody. Uh, was he homeless? Hey, guys, it's Brendan from the Two Bees in a Bud podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, uh, please tune in at 9.30 on Wednesdays. We'll have new uploads every week. Uh, We really do appreciate you listening in. And I hope you have a wonderful night. Thank you.